welcome to Airwaves, our official podcast for the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Prue, and today we're on the Airwaves with Mr. Todd Velaz, NAVAIR Digital Integration Officer. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's kind of start with that, that burning question. What does going digital really mean? So in NAVAIR, digital is going to mean something different to different folks. At a really top level, it means supporting a different business model that speeds up an outcome with reduced level resources. Some parts of our organization, it's going to mean developing and using an analytic capability. Other parts of our organization, it's going to mean automating processes. So we free people's time up. Other parts of the organization, it's going to mean building a collaborative work environment so we can all see the data at the same time and we can spend more time on the critical thinking so we can speed up our outcome. When I think about how it applies to NAVIR, I think about our core functions. First of all, we buy things, okay? And then we sustain things. And those, are two, those two things are enabled by our business operations. So let me just talk about how we buy things. You probably heard a capability-based acquisition. It's a platform that speeds up the decision process. We can see the physics and we can see the characteristics of the aircraft way before we get into tests and we actually go build it. So we can cut out 30, some say 50% of the development time by doing capability-based acquisition. It's a different business model. And let's go to the next pillar. That's how we sustain things that we have out there in the fleet. And we call that Sustainment Vision 2020. We're talking about having a single sustainment system. It will leverage digital analytic tools that allow us to be predictive on maintenance of the aircraft, that's Vision 2020. Now those two are enabled by our business operations. Now there's a lot of parts about our business operations, but if you think about a goal, a goal to reduce the acquisition cycle time that leads to contract award. How about in a product-based environment where we're trying to develop agile teams and here we now have the information and the skill sets so that we can still maintain building the big aircraft programs while at the same time addressing emerging fleet issues because we have the ability to go see where those resources are across our large organization. So why now? Why the emphasis on going digital? Because we no longer have a clear advantage over our competitors. This is a competition. And we can't address the issue simply by buying more weapon systems and adding more people. We know this. We know that we got pockets in our organization that have already demonstrated success in applying analytics and using digital visualization tools that help them look at large data sets, that help us look at trends, compare data, be able to address root causes of issues that we know that we have in the fleet, or the analytics are helping us get ahead of issues in advance of them incurring. So we know that's taken place. We also know that we have a condition-based maintenance program that's saving tons of money out there. It's saving manpower. It's allowing us to be predictive on our supply and our manpower and maintenance capability. So it's time at this point to be able to scale those pockets of capabilities that already exist in our organization and then build the infrastructure so we can speed up that capabilities to other parts of our organization. What are our goals for digital? What are some of those desired outcomes? 
If you think about our aircraft that we have, today our maintenance model, sustainment model, is about 50 years old. If we can use the digital tools and we can think about commercial airlines, how they operate, where they know where their material is, they know where their resources are, they know where their teams are, they can predict before an aircraft lands what's wrong and already have supply on the stock. Therefore, we can put more aircraft back on the flight line and keep those that are already there. And then when we talk about speed of our internal business operation, this part, this is the part that's consuming our workforce because we've seemed to add a lot to them and too much of it seems redundant. And what we want to do is reduce the redundancy. What we want to do is make sure that they have time to do the critical thinking because those first two areas, that's why we hired them. That's what we want to do is put them on the job to maintain delivering weapon systems and sustaining them. So if you had to highlight some of maybe the, the latest trends out there in the digital business world that you're going to draw from, what would those be? Yeah, so the latest trends that are out there in the workforce are happening. The first one is artificial intelligence. So we probably all have experience with Siri okay, on our phone. We all probably have some experience with Alexa. There's a huge race for autonomous cars. So we could take some of those principles that are out there and apply them into our, our workplace because that manpower is out there, that intellect is out there, that's taking place. Now it's applying that to Navier. The next one is platforms. Uber is a platform. It's a transportation platform. Airbnb is a lodging platform. Waze is a navigation platform. The clothing industry. You have people who have built platforms who don't own the clothes. They just connect those who do own the clothes with those who want the clothes. We have it in the transportation industry. So there are people who are building these things that we call platforms. The next one, my favorite, is the power of the crowd. The power of the crowd. Because in a large organization, when we solve problems, we generally go into a single stovepipe. What we're really finding out is that the expert we know may not be the expert that we need. And now we have put together something called Spark. Spark is a way of putting a challenge out there to the workforce, to be able to get the power of the crowd engaged in solving a problem to be able to see how they could apply analytics. Someone who is not as close to the problem, but someone who is close to the techniques to help us go solve the problem. So in summary, it's AI, artificial intelligence, it's the rise and the increased use of platforms, and it is the power of the crowd. I know how digital has had such an impact on my personal life. Speaking of the professional side of things, how do you expect digital to, to change our work? So this is what we're hearing from the workforce. They're getting a little bit overburdened with redundant inputs. Information that we put that's exactly the same in various databases. It's consuming their time. We're spending time reconciling data and information across desperate databases. We're struggling with data accessibility. We may have technical reasons why the data may not be accessible. There may be some reasons outside of NavAir, but this is not we have to go crack. So that's, that's the as-is state. Let's kind of talk about the to-be state. A to-be state is a different environment. This is an environment where we have data accessibility. This is environment where we are now using digital tools, and people are trained up on what they are. We now understand how to dimensionalize data 
okay, using tools so that it's configured with the way we think. We're now being able to work in a collaborative environment at the same time. It doesn't matter if we're in the same room or across the United States. That's a digital environment. It's a different environment that we can expect to see tomorrow. So I think that's the first step, is just making sure that we know how to get to that business transformation. The other one is, as we start talking about data accessibility and we start talking about platform, we need to be sure we're going to be doing this in a very cyber safe environment. So we plan on bringing in the cyber debt and helping us in the beginning so that we know what we need to be doing. Another one is a technology layer. So we really don't know at this point whether we can take something in the command that exists in a pocket and scale, or if we take something in the command that exists in a pocket and we integrate. But we don't want to slow anything down. We are better off moving out, learning from our experience, making adjustment, and then improving it over time. We're just going to build up our skill force as we go do that. So those are the hurdles. I don't think any of them are insurmountable, and I would just call them challenges that we will deal with as we go to a digital organization. What is Navier's approach to going digital? So we're going to be following a two-prong approach. In the near term, we're going to be sponsoring digital activities. And in parallel, we're going to be creating a digital infrastructure to accelerate wider application of digital technology into how we do work. So let me give a recent example. In September, using the power of the crowd and Spark, we sent a challenge out to the workforce. What would they want on an app that they could host on their own mobile device? And we had overwhelming feedback. We had over 100 ideas. We had 24 finalists. We've selected four apps for near-term implementation. And by January, we'll be able to host apps on a Navier app store. We've also held two data challenges. The data challenges demonstrate skill sets that already exist in a workforce. Now it's a matter of just leveraging those skill sets. We've held 18 brown bag events where we've had speakers from private sector and universities that talk about digital, digital integration, data science topics. The FRC has a plan to deploy tablets in the workforce, to be able to collect data and make digital signatures. We're also looking at about four to five pilots to support migration to the cloud. Now this is all great activities, but it's not just enough. We're also going to be putting together a data strategy all across the command so that we can improve data accessibility, data transparency, speed of how we go do work. And then we're going to come up with a platform strategy. So a platform is really that digital environment that provides self-service capability for people to host their own applications use of analytic tools, use of visualization tools, more crowdsourcing. It won't have to be directed by me. The workforce will be able to go do this by themselves. Can you speak to the initial progress that we've made so far, and maybe those accomplishments in going digital? Yeah, so let me start with something called condition-based maintenance. So our return on investment ranges anywhere from four to one to 34 to one. It's just a money investment, okay? Think about what that does to add assets to the flight line and giving the warfighter what they really need. So we already know in a rotorcraft portfolio, we were able to predict failures before they occur. We already know that we can predict maintenance issues before they occur. So therefore, we can save, 
we can save on that supply end and we can save on the manpower end. So we see this as an opportunity to apply these analytics to other parts of the command so that we can reap these savings across the organization. We've also found that we've actually built and exercised a digital thread when we were doing 3D printing. Let me use an example that just took place a couple months ago. We were 3D printing parts that were used for something called physiological episodes. We were able to produce hundreds of parts, I would say about within a week's time period. Compare that to what we would have done. We would have had a design review, we would have had a spec, we would have issued a solicitation, we would have looked at vendor proposals, we would have probably prototyped some of these things, then we would have made a decision, we would have gone for one, we would have produced it, we would have delivered it, it probably would have been months. We've saved that by exercising a digital thread in a cyber safe environment for a critical fleet issue. Now imagine scaling that across our broader organization. Imagine these are parts that are needed in the fleet. So instead of having a supply locker, instead of shipping parts, we may actually have certified digital printers in a nearby area of operation. And all we're doing is just sending that digital package, cyber safe environment, and therefore they can print that part themselves. How can the workforce get ready? How can they get involved in going digital? What I see in the future is, this is not gonna be a controlled permission type of environment. This is gonna be an environment where we'll build the infrastructure, they can do their self-service. They can develop their own analytics, their own applications, as long as it meets a few business rules, it's in cyber safe environment, to be able to go do their work. That's the way we see the workforce of the future. Wow, sounds like a whole lot to be excited about in the future of Navair and going digital. Thank you again, sir, Mr. Todd Balaz, Navair Digital Integration Officer, for speaking with us today. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Airwaves.